All right, welcome to Revolutions for a Minute, Revolutionary Sounds from Around the World. I'm Riddhi Metanegabauer. I'm Sebastian Lopez Vergara. Welcome to our, is it third episode in quarantine? I think so. I think that's right. And, yeah. and today we're very lucky, right? We've got um, Lan Nguyen with us in, in her home, in our virtual studio <laughs> that we created here. Um, and Lan has, is um, a expert on uh, disasters of all sorts <laughs> and, and <laughs> how, uh, how vulnerable communities um, can be resilient and recover from uh, these disasters. So we're very lucky to have Lan here. Welcome, Lan. How are you doing? I'm good, thanks. Thanks for having me on the show today. And if I must say, I'd like to clarify, I'm not an expert. <laughs> You are going to be an expert uh, on- I study things and, and I'm excited to talk about disasters, politics of care and music. So we've got a, an eclectic set of songs for us to listen to today. Before we get into the songs too much, Lan, can you tell us a little bit about your research interests on these natural disasters? So I study with my advisors, um, Ann Bostrom and Dan Abramson, on um, how people help each other out um, every day and how these behaviors carry over during a disaster. Um, time and time again, we see that everyday people are the first to respond um, after a disaster and per professional responders and government aid comes comes later. And so community disaster preparedness is really crucial. And, you know, as we saw at the beginning of COVID outbreak in Washington, we saw families and neighbors coming together to help each other out. And as more people lost their jobs and the disaster is extended, we're seeing more government assistance and formal organization assistance. So like the opening songs um, today were We Are the World and SOS Philippines. Um, you know, We Are the World was written in 85 to fundraise uh, for money for uh, famine relief in Africa. And it was sang and written by a lot of famous artists um, like Michael Jackson, Lionel Richie, Cindy Lauper, Stevie Wonder, um, just to name a few. Um, and, you know, that, that song is about how we all must come together and lend a helping hand. And the, the second song has a similar message of um, calling for an end to indifference and more humanity like, across the world. And that the second song was written after um, Typhoon Haiyan uh, destroyed the Philippines and displaced six million people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, I was in to compliment what you were saying about like how maybe pop culture has played very significant roles in um, maybe raising awareness at points, bringing aid to at other points of how different has been the response in this uh, crisis in this pandemic to previous moments. Uh, there was this very interesting opinion piece in the Guardian the other day of. Uh, how entertainment, uh, in contrast to the 1980s, that was very much mediated by the very profitable entertainment industry, as in Hollywood, Michael Jackson, Lionel Richie, and all that. Uh, in, in the case of We Are the World, now there's like a... The, those those celebrities have lost their spotlight in, in entertaining people. And so there's a lot of like... Uh, talk about how uh, TikTok and all these very short videos in a way are bringing the at least the relief of comedic and entertainment uh, destruction uh, oh, sorry this, um, to distract ourselves no, not to destroy ourselves um, uh, in, 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 in contrast to uh, like the songs that were so popular like even when we think about uh, the Live Aid uh, series of concerts or the Live Aid that are kind of like very top, top down. Uh, what many folks were saying is that even though these platforms are very much controlled by the tech industries, uh, they do not rely on 
uh, celebrity, right? And so everybody has their like one minute, two minutes of of spotlight, and then they go viral and then they disappear. And so it's so interesting how now we get distracted with this short videos uh, while we're all in the same situation, of course, in different conditions. Right. So are they arguing that we're, this is a more democratic uh, environment that we're in? Not necessarily. I don't think it translates as that, but of how absent I think uh, celebrities have been here. Uh, of or the 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 writer was making a case for celebrities to die basically <laughs> after this pandemic <laughs> to be right. like ah you as a class are basically done because we have all these many talented people who are very creative in making I don't know very silly stuff on the internet right right and I and I think we'll be talking a little bit about uh, some of that right that there are various community members putting together music videos to inform folks about how to stay safe and such. We'll talk about that later in the show. But I think that kind of speaks to this, this idea that we don't necessarily need to rely on celebrities to uh, share information or generate content that can be shared or, or even raise money anymore, right? Like, mm -hmm. I don't know of, there's no live aid concert. I mean, not that there really could be at the moment. Yeah. There, you know, there isn't that kind of discussion necessarily or i haven't seen any to raise money at that scale for this cause that affects pretty much everyone around the world mm -hmm. um, which i think is very interesting that we've kind of moved away from that model to to a sort of a different model like you're talking about this TikTok model or um people on instagram or but we were, we were touching on that on our last episode right of how this pandemic opens the possibility of both for like the continuation of different forms of destruction, basically, as we've seen them since the beginnings of capitalism, or opens the hopeful possibility of allowing for different forms of organizing and political subjectivities to emerge, right? Yeah. And we were thinking of like how there's different mutual aid networks popping up everywhere, how there's a lot of activism around uh, rent control, right now or rent freeze right uh, and so yeah it's I'm, I'm really excited to explore what this politics of care uh, that uh, Len is bringing can look like and so if you could tell us a little what we have coming up well uh, the next set of songs is about love and disasters um they kind of go hand in hand right um or relationships go bad they could be disastrous um or like when there's an impeding disaster we want to express all the things maybe we've never said um uh but no and uh and sometimes we want to extend our love. And so um, the first song is Landslide by Fleetwood Mac. And the second song is Here Comes the Rain Again by the Eurythmics. And the last song in the set is um, Umbrella by Rihanna and featuring Jay-Z. Okay. Ooh, that's a great set. Yeah. Okay, here we go. <laughs> To my love, took it down. I climbed a mountain and I turned around, and I saw my reflection in snow-covered hills till the landslide brought me down. Oh, mirror in the sky, what is love? Can't try.
Talking about care and care and solidarity and quarantine, I read that she gave like two million or something like that to organizations that uh, help um, 
uh, survivors of uh, violence and, and domestic uh, or gendered violence. Uh, ah. And so I think that, that, and especially now, I think that is very needed because I don't know if, I mean, different parts in Argentina, in Chile, in Mexico as well. And I imagine that here in the U.S., even though in the U.S. these statistics are not traced, but there's been a spike in uh, gendered violence and femicide. Um, they, I don't know why the U.S. does not record those statistics, but at least in Argentina and in Chile, there's been a increase in numbers of victims of gender violence, which brings to perspective how uneven uh, their capacity and possibilities to quarantine and to take care of each other and ourselves are in what we usually call home or the domestic space, right? Uh, and those who get to be safe uh, within a house uh, walls and those who are actually able to uh, quarantine and to withdraw from being uh, outside or withdraw from being able to work. Uh, and so uh, talking about all these inequalities, uh, Lan, could you talk a little bit more about uh, how you've seen this play out in your work? Yeah, what we see is that um, existing inequalities, you know, they they're every day, right? And they're, on, they're exacerbated during a disaster. Um, if we look at COVID-19, we can look at, you know, wealth inequalities. Um, the wealthiest are able to stay at home and work, right? And they can stay at home for longer periods of time. Whereas uh, the poorer populations, um, you know, they're more likely to have to work outside of the home, like gig workers and grocery store workers or janitors, et cetera. And so uh, they're unable to um, stay home like, like um, we're recommended to do so. They're also unprotected um, at the workplace. Um, we can look at existing health disparities and how that is disproportionately affecting communities of color um, because COVID um, has bigger effects on, on people with um, underlying conditions. Um, we can look at racism that persists, right? Um, there's no disruption in that. There's, there's anti-Chinese, anti-Asian, um, Hate crimes are on the rise. You know, they're blamed for bringing the disease to the United States. Um, and, you know, there was a time when East Asians and uh, Southeast Asians wanted to wear facial masks to limit the spread of disease. And this is like a common practice in Asia. Uh, but people living in the United States uh, feared wearing a mask because of, you know, possible retaliation, right? And they didn't want that attention towards them. And now that it's become uh, more popular and the C CDC is recommending, you know, uh, facial coverings, um, African-Americans and Blacks are saying, you know, they don't want to wear one because of fear of racial profiling. Hmm. Um, yeah. So there's lots of inequalities um, every day and that they're just exacerbated during a disaster. Yeah. You know, luckily for us, we've got lots of grassroots organizations, you know, working to advocate and support um, these communities. Um, you know, uh, organizations like the Community Health Board Coalition, there's a Response Alliance, and then there's like mutual aid yeah, and I think what's interesting about these other organizations is that kind of speaking to your previous set of songs is really about, you know, demonstrating love and empathy towards not just for people you know, but the stranger down the street, right? Or your neighbors you've never spoken to and really trying to build community um, and build networks of assistance and care um, that way, which I think are really important. Um, but can you talk a little bit about the upcoming songs we have on the set and how that relates to some of the injustice that you were just talking about? 
Sure, yeah. So in disaster research, we talk about inequalities in terms of social vulnerability. And so we, we, we study um, vulnerability as a creation of social processes that distributes resources unevenly across different peoples and groups. And then there's this um, relational poverty, which takes that like a step further um, to investigate kind of these, um, how uh, inequalities are produced and reproduced to sustain like these power hierarchies across the world, right? And, and we see that in disasters and, uh, the first song I've got lined up in this set is um, Preciosa uh, by Mark Antony, and uh, he sings about the beauty of Puerto Rico and how the island has been colonized and treated badly. Um, after Hurricane Maria in 2017, uh, the mayor of San Juan came out and kind of accused FEMA of killing them because of inefficiency and bureaucracy in response, right? And yeah, I was in Puerto Rico and heard her talk and she said, you know, we can put a man on the moon, right? But somehow getting aid to Puerto Rico was just too difficult. You know, the logistics were too difficult. Right. Um, and the next song is about um, greed and Wall Street, and uh, the song's called Sleep Now in the Fire by Rage Against the Machine. And then the last song in this set um, is Hell No, We Ain't All Right by Public Enemy. And this is actually like a protest song about the inadequate res federal response to Hurricane Katrina. Um, Public enemy basically kind of links um, this inadequate response to the government's commitment to fund the Iraq war yeah. and to the social classes that were um, affected in Katrina.
preciosa te llaman los hijos de la
Does it gotta come down to this? Come down to this. In order to see things for what they are, for what it is, for what it is, what it is. We still might not be free up in this piece or treated very equally as far as I can see. Hell no, we ain't alright. We ain't alright. Now all these press conferences, breaking news alerts, just, just, just in. in. While your government looks for a war to win. Claims for the blame game, names where I begin. Walls closing and get some help to my kin. Who cares? While the rest of the Bush station stands as the drama unfolds, as we the people under the stands. 50% of this son of a Bush station is like hating on Haiti and setting up assassinations. Ask Pat Robinson, quiz him. Mm. Smells like terrorism. Racism in the news, still one-sided views. Saying white's fine food uh, Pray for the National Guard who be ready to shoot Because they be saying us black loot What is your boy son of a bush doing? <laughs> Nerd You always in the morning, afternoon, and night Hell no, hell no We ain't alright You always in the morning, afternoon, and night Hell no, hell no We ain't alright You always in the morning, afternoon, and night Hell no, hell no We ain't alright in the morning, afternoon, and night. Hell no! Damn, damn, damn. Now them fires, earthquakes, tsunamis, I don't mean to scare. Wasn't this written somewhere? Disgraces, all I be seeing is hurting black faces. Moved out to all them faraway places. Emergency state corpses, alligators, and snakes. Big difference between this haze and, and the diamond of the Better look what's really important, y'all, under the sun. Especially if you're over 21. This ain't no TV show, ain't no video. This is really real. Beyond them same old Hebrew real. Quotes from them TV stars driving big rim cars. Streets be flooding No matter where you at, no gas. Driving is a luxury emergency. Don't y'all know? They said it's a state of emergency. Show somebody's government is far from reality. Yo, check one, two. New Orleans in the morning, afternoon, and New world's upside down and out of order. order. Show the food, what's up, show. What's up, Where's Where's the water? Water? No answers from disaster, the masses be hurting. So who the f*** they call Halliburton? Son of a bush, how you gonna disrupt that gap? The fix when all that help is stuck in Iraq. Making war plans, taking more stands in Afghanistan. 2,000 soldiers there dying in the sand. But that's over there, right? What's over here? There's a noise so loud, some of y'all can't hear. But on TV, I know that I can see. Bunches of people looking just like me. New Orleans in the morning, afternoon, and night. Hell no, hell no. We ain't alright. Mississippi in the morning, afternoon, and night. Hell no, hell no. We ain't alright. Alabama in the morning, afternoon, and night. Hell no, hell no. We ain't alright. USA in the morning, afternoon, and night. Hell no. We ain't alright. And some of y'all voted for that cat. Son of a bush. That's right. Well, God give us sometime your country. Take it away. Yeah. One love. Coming from public enemy. Number one, y'all. Public enemy 2006. Yeah. Public enemy 2007. All getting together now. Let me tell y'all something. All of our hearts is out there with y'all. You know what I'm saying? And we sending trucks. We sending boats. Boxes. Of cans of soup and everything. Clothes and all of that. Shoes. We donating everything to y'all. You know what I'm saying? Don't worry. Y'all ain't by yourself. You need to know that. Okay. Closing that set was Public Enemy. Reminding us of... Uh, the continuous state of war in the U.S. and around the world. Um, and I was, as we were listening to Rage Against the Machine and also like Mark Anthony uh, and Public Enemy, um, what I was thinking is actually how then, all, and, and precisely what Len was saying of, of how 
inequalities exacerbate uh, responses and and the effects of different crises, and particularly if we think about uh, the pandemic today. Um, I'm, I'm, per, I'm, I'm per precisely thinking of what's going on in parts of California with uh, many uh, communities that are undocumented there and don't have access to uh, many of the resources that are available for most uh, of the population in the US if they qualify for so many different things. Um, but also thinking of how most of the deaths in the US have been in the more densely populated and more uh, um, diverse community that exists in the US, which is in Queens. Uh, and so how it is that then years of defunding and slashing and destruction of different public structures, such as hospitals, welfare, and all that have forced so many communities, particularly in Queens, to have to just go to work. Uh, and so uh, I think the, the, the calculation was that every uh, 10 minutes, someone was dying of COVID complications in Queens last week. And so that's how big the, uh, this existing inequalities can play a role in um, exposing some populations to, as uh, uh, Ruth Wilson Gilmart puts it, premature death. Um, and so even though we are um, exposed to this premature death, uh, I don't think what we need to also figure out or, or uh, introduce here is how then communities respond to this. Um, and so I was wondering if, if Len, you could comment on that of like the existence of resistance, organized, organizing and all that. Yeah, I mean, you bring up a lot of really great points, right? Like the undocumented. And the irony there is, is like our farm workers are usually, uh, you know, undocumented, but they're also deemed essential, right? Essential to keeping our society moving forward. But they, they're so essential to, for us, and we've, we finally like see that right now, right? Um, but somehow, um, you know, they are undeserving of, uh, of a living wage, of citizenship, of a pension and healthcare, right? And same goes for other like service workers, right? We have lots of gratitude towards our grocery store workers and janitors and bus drivers. Um, but, you know, are they earning a living a wage? You know, are they deserving enough now to get all these social safety nets? Um, they cannot so... live with the claps that they receive every night. I mean, Coming. it's a cool gesture, but I think beautiful gestures need to translate into improving conditions of life, right? Asian, like healthcare workers, they, they are celebrated at work and then they're off and going home, they're being berated, right? Uh -huh. um, and so they're both celebrated and reviled. Yeah. And there's not much protection or anything like that for them. Um, but how how do we move forward, Lan, in, in the sense that these are issues like the public enemy song, like Rage Against the Machine song, you know, talking about issues and disasters that have faced Americans, but as you know, people around the world have faced disasters, but somehow they are resilient. Somehow they are able to pull through and face another day how do they do this? Um, and especially those that, those communities that are perhaps um, face the impacts of these disasters most, or most profoundly, how do they come out of this? Yeah, there, there are no easy answers, right? But if we kind of look at this through um, music, we have some really good examples of, of that. Um, after the great earthquake and tsunami in Japan in 2011, um, people were suffering um, really bad. And after about 10 days or so, people were saying, you know what, we need to celebrate our culture and start playing music, 
again and to uplift our spirits, right? And um, there was an intergenerational taiko drumming band in Tohoku that was started um, to start playing free concerts around the region to encourage people to come out of their homes and to let them know that they're not alone because in that disaster, everybody lost somebody. And so also like the elders are teaching the younger generation how to drum and to keep this tradition alive. Um, and so like today we have a song um, by an all-female group called Circulo de Bellas Artes. You know, and another example of how music is like helping us through disasters is how we use the music and arts for education. Um, in Vietnam, the Ministry of Health adapted a popular song um, to educate people about the coronavirus and like washing their hands, cleaning their homes, and other preventative measures. And, you know, music and art is a great way to like educate people, right? Um, you know, people remember songs, they dance to songs. Actually, in fact, like this song, um, uh, inspired a, a, a dance and a TikTok challenge, which is, is very fun. And then, um, and, and sorry, then also, well, what's the name of the, the song that you're just referring to? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that song is um, Gen Govi. Yeah. And the last thing I picked out today was uh, is from a, a group of musicians that are quarantined together. They're called Stay Omas. They're in, living in Spain right now. And they've been writing and producing songs um, about the COVID situation and publishing it on YouTube, like, you know, Seba was talking about earlier, you know, like, um, just you know thrones online and uh and it's super fun and entertaining and a lot of people are picking up on it and uh, the song i picked out today was about is about um how how they're missing their friends you know but also encouraging them to to continue social distancing and that you know we'll we'll get through this together yeah okay so here we go um, with some excellent but fierce taiko drumming.
Land for sharing all those songs. Yes, thank you, Land. 
Thank you for having me on the show. That was really fun. And yeah, we hope that, yeah, we can we can hang out in the sun or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to see you again someday <laughs> when this is all over. I just want to see my friends. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. All right. Tune in most likely next week. We'll have another episode.